What we've got here is... Two. Male. Receptionists. Welcome to uh, Freedom for Assholes. This is this is a podcast where we talk about the uh, various. Uh, well, we hate things. We hate, what do, do you have, hate? Oh man, you know I don't. I don't hate much. I don't hate oh, much. I reserve. Good. I try to reserve that. That's I try healthy. To, I try to reserve the hate. I have a lot of dislikes. Mm-hmm. I'm not a. I'm an optimistic curmudgeon. In many ways. I like that. I think that's a good way to be. Yeah. Like, I'm annoyed by things, but I think that they could change. I think that those things that annoy me, I see oh. opportunities for improvement. Okay. I, I think that's where we part ways a little bit. I don't always want to take an active role in causing that change. Okay. I believe that it's possible that that change could happen. And that's enough to get you by? No. Okay. Okay. I just want to make sure we're not like... <laughs> I mean... You're still like, oh uh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, 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 okay, all those, yeah, yeah, okay. I'm glad. Yeah. I mean, not for you, but no, that's the point. I'm not glad. That's what I'm saying. Well, I'm, g- I'm. Neither are you. But I'm glad that you're not. Right. Yeah. One of those people. But right, yeah. <laughs> right. One of those people. One of those people that you says that they're pe- glad. Ugh. You know those people who are like tends to be happy, satisfied with things. Are those people real people? Are the people really satisfied? Are people contented? I, Do you have to say cont- is oh, it content? First or of all, that's head? that's our fucking band name right there. Oh, really? Contented. <laughs> um, oh man, that just sounds like you know. I just immediately got a creed sound in my head as soon no, as you said no. contented, and it was bad. No, it's more like a like a you know like a bad eighties punk rock band. Okay, that, that makes me sound better. But I see yeah. like a, a cross with the T of contented, and I hear like, oh! But the, I don't think they would have. Con- I'm so satisfied today with the Lord. Yeah, I don't think they would have I a. Yeah. I don't think they would have a cunt in their name. <laughs> I think they would just in their group, maybe. But do we have a parental parental advisory? We do. Uh, I was I was really hoping for like an an ABC, a Disney like rating. Um, I mean, we can ABC go that family. direction if you want, but I I, I think we're not going to have a lot of material. Left. That's not true, Johnny. Um, I think we can keep it clean. Uh, really? Because <laughs> <laughs> now there's a joke in there about keeping cunts clean. Yeah, I couldn't quite put it together, but. Don't be a douche, Johnny. <laughs> there you go. Oh, Pulled that one out. Thank you. Uh, no, I just leave it in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to beat a dead horse. <laughs> um, <sighs> so politics. Oh, I shouldn't slurp, slurp the no, coffee No, yeah, please. It sounds good. <laughs> it sounds That's... good. On the... Let's just take a moment to... <sighs> Welcome to NPR. I don't think they're... Not too professional to do that, but I think that their soothing voices always encourage you to do that. There's a lot of speech impediments on NPR. You know, I kind of enjoy that. Terry Gross always talks about how she's a natural stutterer, 
Mm. And I am too. Yeah. I don't know. There's don't the, agree with me when I disparage myself. That's rude. You know, there's you go, the one, you're supposed to go, no. There's one lady, no. when I am when I used to go to work, when I would start at like 11. So she, I think she does like the 11 o'clock news because I'm usually running like a little bit late. 11 p.m. You watch um, the news on the television? We're talking radio still. Oh, okay, good. So on NPR. And she she didn't have a stutter per se, but she would just Seriously, fuck up come at on. least once Again. every segment and there are they're only like guy. three minutes long it's like time. on the just hour gonna murder everyone and she would just fuck up all the time that was her thing and it gets to a point where it's like it's not this endearing gig's not, it's not this gig's not for you <laughs> yeah like who did they I not hire I disparaged her. um that's true Me, although they kind of makes it kind of makes you feel like they're you know they're of the people they're the layman you ever had was, was, did reading in class always come to you naturally when you were in grade school and you had to take turns reading aloud I think I, there was a bit of uh, nervousness that was always Oh, yeah, you could feel the pressure going around. Yeah. And when it was on somebody else and they were dying, you were just like, oh, man, I hope it, I hope it moves off them because you feel bad. And I just want to, we have to literally get through this material. Yeah. So can we please move along? Sometimes, there's a bloodlust in it. Yeah, it turns to actual, like, anger. Like, why why do I care? But you're like, oh, fucking, come on. You fucking, that's not, it's not colonel. <laughs> <laughs> there are some ones, because when somebody's really off, you know, mm. they'll... Because I don't know if you ever had this moment where you've been really off in a reading aloud situation. Because oh, no. I have. Mm. And I'll tell you, because uh, I pride myself on uh, being a natural showman, obviously. Sure. With these looks. Yeah. There's a lot of pressure. Not for a lot of be. options left. Yeah, you got to be a showman. So. Oh, oh, you meant that. Oh, yeah. Mm. It's a calling. You look in the mirror and you say, put it, I have put it to... in a magazine, put it on a stage, right. light it. Put it. Film it, record it, make it happen. Before, you know, it's too late. Yeah, what were we talking about? Um, we were talking about <laughs> we were talking about uh, reading aloud. I would fuck up sometimes. Okay, all right. Well, yeah. cool story, bro. <laughs> How do you feel about Satanists? As a man who was raised right by Satanists, <laughs> right? <laughs> no, I would say as a uh, a Virginian, okay. and all the things that implies. Yeah, my good, my you, good, wholesome, gentlemanly nature. Yeah, I would think even though you've perhaps you know dabbled in Satanism uh, like every well, every youth since you've moved beyond that, I wonder if you still <laughs> harbor some some uh, you know strongly negative feelings towards the whole satanic thing. No, there's still a lot of uh, I still enjoy pyrotechnics, and there's a friendliness in the satanic community towards those in general. Yeah. Um, However, uh, no, as a as a homeschooled, uh, born again fundamentalist Christian raised by uh, evangelicals, I don't know how many of us are still practicing those beliefs. But this was this was kind of how it was in the childhood and stuff for for a long time. So uh, that's the context here, and I think 
they kind of represent a little bit of the counterculture to me that I enjoy. A little bit that, uh, you know, we were only allowed to listen to maybe sometimes the stuff on the radio. It could be the Allman Brothers. Maybe ACDC has a little bit of the satanic element. Mm. I got a little bit of that through the radio. That's as much as I was exposed to. Most of it was Christian rock and roll and uh, mm. not rock and roll, just Christian music. And uh, and other, yeah, just stuff on the radio. Maybe until a friend started sneaking us like Nirvana albums. And then the first, uh, and then I saw a VHS copy of uh minor threat at the 930 club in oh DC. yeah and uh and it was just you know it was some hardcore or dc punk and uh and it that really to me represented like a, a blossoming of counterculture that ex- exposure to that was like what that's pretty cool actually to like have a moment yeah where- that just seeing like it, you know it was angry and it was awesome and it was you know seeing like just a mosh pit and stuff i was like yeah. what is that all about <laughs> it was awesome I don't think I have anything that resembles like a, a moment where anything I guess I haven't had a whole lot of surprises. Um So so what made you a Satanist? <laughs> well I do I, why do I, I still hate you. <laughs> I I bring it up because yesterday I was watching a YouTube video of them like uh doing performance art in support of uh, the right to choose to have an abortion that's see that's kind of my i mean I'm, i don't know too much about the state i think my my brother who always was was interested in uh just kind of gothic ideas and stuff in general yeah. he's an artist and was just always drawing skulls and everything gory and stuff um but so i, I think he kind of embraced that culture just to piss off the parents a little bit but um it came that came to him naturally you know um and so to me, but I think in the modern age, that was what's much of my I'm like kind of good. I feel like they represent something political more than anything, you know. I uh, think that's what they're trying to have it do, yeah. But yeah, but, and they seem like they've carved out a real nice corner amongst the you know liberal corner, and just to be like, kind of like the ACLU, where we're like, well, we're gonna <laughs> we're yeah. gonna be here for the point of it a lot of the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And their lawsuits will like like you probably saw the thing where they wanted to put up the Baphomet statue. This is a couple years ago. Yeah, that's pretty (laughs) classic. It is. (laughs) Well, a group of Satanists is tonight claiming victory after a court told the state of Oklahoma to remove a monument to the Ten Commandments from the state capitol. And it did it did make a point. So they had to take down the Ten Commandments statue. But yeah, the performance art was pretty good. It was like it was them like whipping babies. And uh, (laughs) (laughs) I should check it out. But yeah, I think the, their point is they just uh, represent like uh, I mean, literally the counterculture, like the the other the other side of things. I, do they still? I think so. You mean are, have they gotten too mainstream? <laughs> yeah, are they, are they too big. I don't know. I think I think for the most part, people still think of Satan as negatively. I think that's fair to say. Satan is Lucifer, just a day, just a day. At Satan is Lucifer I have made my pact with the Lucifer. Hear me! Hear me! Did OJ ever try to reach out to you at all? Right after, yeah, he called me a few times mm-hmm. and, you know, wanted to talk and, and explain how he felt. Mm-hmm. All right, you, you don't <laughs> want to talk about that. But I mean, that but must have been really awkward. It was, it was. Yeah painfully i mean that, that we're just we're we're in an accepting culture of like n- people's peculiar interests 
and you're like oh yeah you're you're out of the office and you also are into larping whatever you know you have you're you're a super knitter i don't know everybody has their own uh, i don't know if i would into. characterize us as a accepting culture i see where you're going i think you can find acceptance among people for weird things just due to the connectivity and the numbers involved you can find some other guy somewhere who's into the same thing i think and that- it is going to be a guy that's <laughs> 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 just to be clear no but, we're, we're going we're, i think we're moving towards a space say that anybody you meet in the office we're moving towards in the, the oval office you mean in the oval office no yeah anyone you office. meet in the oval anyone office is going to be accepting it's going to be very accepting and and in, in any given office i think you're going to be more people that are middle class and we're going to start we're going to be supporting an artist middle class where you might even have a day job but people are like oh you also do this like the fedex guy i know at work is is a, is an inspiring DJ, and he updates me on like some of his more le- legit gigs. He he just got one in you know Kentucky. They're flying him out to Kentucky. He just did a, a gig in Vegas, you know. And it's everybody's kind of can support each other's online life because it really is like you always start in your online business with your true passion, whether yeah. it's baking or whatever. You're like, oh, do I get to eat some of your goods sometimes? That's cool. But but the FedEx guy unfortunately is not middle class and neither are we neither are any of the people we work with that are doctors we're, we're we're firmly relegated into the lower class hmm. Hmm. so there'll always be room to fuck around and do other stuff for fun as long as you're not making any money within reason you're not wrong about that I mean I feel like most good art is made by poor people anyways right it, it kind of is yeah but maybe I, not great art though because all the great <laughs> art had patrons when you really think about it most of the stuff you're going to see in museums i mean it's maybe that's not true yeah that's that's fair that's a fair assessment um i guess most of the art period yeah you had to have been poor at a certain point <laughs> yeah. in order to make some decent art but maybe it's not true either mm. Who's made some great art that it was never poor? I mean, George W. Bush. Yeah, he's made some decent. Yeah, he does some good like dogs and yeah. landscapes and stuff. Yeah, his portraits of world leaders aren't terrible. I mean, probably most of the people you've actually heard of. <laughs> but there's a lot of construction noises outside. I think. It'd but be nice nonetheless, to have a, can we take a John Cage moment where we pause for four minutes and eleven seconds? Maybe it is. Yeah, can you explain that though, Johnny Cage? Johnny Cage, yeah, he's, is that what you said? No, uh, John Cage. Oh, it might be. I might be getting the time wrong, and then that kind of defeats the purpose. So I'm going to try and sound like a smarty pants. But he's a composer, and he's a Mortal Kombat character. <laughs> so, no, so <laughs> the idea is that there's like the uh, there's a sheet music is out there, so where it's just all rest. So you never you never play anything for that long oh is he so, the guy who just comes out and like sits down yeah and then everyone is like yeah that's he awesome it's about ready to play and then he plays but he doesn't play it's rest you know there's, so there's silence yeah but kind of the idea is that and maybe i'm not i've i don't this is what i think the idea yeah, please. is is i have to here's listen <laughs> that was a, that was a spontaneous sneeze but the point being... <laughs> that wasn't just for your benefit. That wasn't just for your benefit. Although I like to think that part of it was. Um, it was that that could happen in the crowd. And then 
that would be part of sound because everybody's listening for like four and a half minutes to just mm. waiting for the music and they know not to talk to each other or whatever you know it's, it's a performance everything is music but you're gonna hear the sound of the air everything conditioning everything is music and you're gonna hear the sound of somebody inevitably fucking coughing face. Or, or whatever play the um, old stuff shuffling something's gonna go on and that's the music I wanna hear the old stuff really play piano it's, man it's still, it, that's, the, that's the concept yeah and you could I mean you could work in a, a bit of like appreciation in there right like a mindfulness yeah that sort of thing yeah I think, I think you'd be wrong to totally ignore an element of just trolling, though. Too right, like there's a bit of like a like a fun like trolliness about now, it yeah, too. Absolutely, I was I was having this conversation. I was at the uh, and much like the Satanists, much like the Satanists. Yeah, absolutely. They're, they're, they're doing trollers. it because they believe in it, but they also enjoy trolling. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I'm glad we connected yeah. that. I know, but I was thinking about this with those. Uh, I was at the the Lachman. You see, there's a lot of those paintings that are a single color. You know, there was like it was red, it was blue, and some of them you could see that they yeah. had a little bit of, you know, con. There you could see some of the brushstrokes or or not. I mean, there was other ones that were just black or that were just white. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, you like those, huh? Huh. Well, yes. Yeah. But I'll tell you what. The, what what I also thought was kind of necessary all the time as I was looking at him was, was the year. I wanted the context because that kind of, you kind of, I wanted to see when it came out mm. because it would have, I, I don't know. I feel like if somebody came out with a black or a white painting right now, I would not be standing in line to see it. Yeah. I think that's But if it was like, if it was like a 1958, I might. Right. You know? And I think that that's cool. Yeah. I think Jackson Pollock is a, uh, terrible okay okay it's fun to do that though oh to hate on jackson pollock uh, yeah no no like if you paint like to you know have oh. some splatters going on yeah it's enjoyable if you paint do you paint i've painted really yeah a couple times my art has been commended as being strongly vaginal which bothers some men the word itself makes some men uncomfortable vagina Oh, yeah? Yes, they don't like hearing it and find it difficult to say, whereas without batting an eye, a man will refer to his dick or his rod or his Johnson. Johnson? You've mentioned this once before. I'm, I'm realizing it's all coming back really? to me Really? I'm surprised because mm-hmm. it really hasn't been that many times. So. Because you haven't admitted to that many people that you paint? Yeah. It's kind of feel. It's interesting because I'm going, huh, huh. And you are you hiding? Is this an artistic side of you that I know you as an office coworker that I need to support? Do I need to buy a painting of yours? Oh no, to support ab- your no, no absolutely. No, it, it is purely just for the physical act of doing it that I enjoy it, not to with any like pretenses of having a finished product look good to anyone else. But there is something fun just about the physical act of like putting paint on something. I find. Did you see that documentary about Jim Carrey? Uh, man on the moon no it was like i don't know six or seven minutes and he's just like hey jim carrey paints look at all his paintings no shows him doing it you should watch it it's interesting see if someone were to make a documentary about me i don't think it would include painting Hmm. i mean it's just that like hey he's also a painter and he's kind of a genius and all this right i mean that's the that's the message to take away but there's also he just has like so many so many canvases and so much paint lying around all the time that it just looks expensive, mm. and I just well, like that's yeah. one thing that's kind of left unaddressed in the documentary. Where it's like, it's like anytime Seth MacFarlane does something, you're like, yeah, I know. It, I mean, yeah, you sing real, real well, but 
you're just a rich, rich, rich son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. And so it's hard. Sometimes that almost, I mean, it shouldn't. You should be able to appreciate something on its own artistic merits. But sometimes you're just like, I don't want to watch you do that too. <laughs> yeah. What is that? I don't know. I don't know why that, why that, just that feeling. Why should the money get in the way of that? Somebody success. Well, I, I suppose there's an implication that someone else, it's sort of like, okay, well, what are the chances that someone's good at all these things? Is there an implication that someone else could probably be better if they had the same opportunities and there's someone we're missing whenever we're paying attention to you? That's exactly it. That's the nail on the head. Thank you. Thank you for that. But they're poor, so. Yeah, who cares? Yeah. Who are they even? Who wants? Fuck them. They're poor. (laughs) I want to see Larry David dance. That's right. I want to see. I want to see the former NFL star on Dancing (laughs) with the Stars. Absolutely, I do. I don't want to see Aunt Linda. Maybe yeah. I do. I haven't seen that show, The Great British Bake Off, but I heard it's kind of nice, charming British people just, you know, trying a hand at it. Yeah, if you like that sort of thing. I don't know. I don't British, think I do. British things. I do like British things. What's that all about? I don't know. Is I it, think we all kind of do. I think I've. I think well, I always on the coasts. Yeah, I, th- I, I think, guess. Let's be honest. I think Democrats like British things. <laughs> and uh, is uh, that is that an embracing of a? Uh, <laughs> Of uh, big government, I was going to say white culture. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true. Well, I mean, I don't know if that's as relevant though, because that would imply that uh, their corollary would not be embracing white culture as much. I don't know what corollary means. <laughs> I don't know if I used it correctly, actually. <laughs> but what I meant was this is why I can only be so much of an Anglophile if I don't understand the bigger of the it, words. It would imply <laughs> that, that the Republicans would not be as interested in white culture, and we all know that would. I mean, that's just just a silly thing to say. That's just silly. I mean, that's objectively not correct. It is not correct. Supermel Vitality, when you sign up for AutoShip, you always get 10% off. And there's free shipping. There's free shipping on all orders of $50 or more. And folks, the globalists hate it when you do this. We're the tip of the spear because we're fearless. We're bold. Uh, remember Mitt Romney? Kind of. I saw a guy a little while ago who looked like him. Oh, man. Was he a wealthy man? Did he just have that the the white of the sideburns kind of? Yeah, yeah. He had the look. Yeah, you know, Mitt, he's the he's the Mormon, right, Mitt Romney? He uh, he is. He yeah. is in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints. Yeah, doesn't that have such a great staccato like? Yeah, I think. Well, you want to talk about Mormons? Yes, I do. Because uh, I kind of like them. I've known many Mormons. They were very popular. In my high school, not okay. just in numbers, well, but also that's, they're not supposed to be popular. I like... know it was, and they were all. Let me tell you, very sexy. Uh-huh. They were always very fit, athletic. I can see that. Very repressed sexual, uh-huh. but just like subsued underneath. Subsume. I not I shouldn't have gone for that yeah. word either. Under the surface, it sort was. Of. It was no. It was. Yeah, it was exactly that. And because uh, they, I don't know if they didn't have a wank every now and again or something. Yeah. But so they just put it all into exercise and sports, yeah, and um, being in student body government and things like that. But really, they just had you know there was a bunch of great student bodies. <laughs> if I recall, uh-huh. when I was a student, you see, and they, they also live by example. I gotta say, they indoctrinate so well that many of the ones that I knew, and I understand this wasn't this isn't you know countrywide. A lot of people were like, oh man, all the ones I knew were freaks. 
and they're bad they're bad mormons he, most of the ones i knew like really walked lived their faith so they do i mean and you're right that's a good point that that's the best way to indoctrinate someone is to actually not be secretly molesting children right and which is more than i can say for pretty much everyone else <laughs> <laughs> who would, you know, espouse their beliefs as strongly as they do. That's true. I mean, in some of the Mormon cult aspects, they with the uh, the polygamous nature and stuff like that, they've definitely gotten into some kid-touchy territory back there. True. Child, <laughs> child brides in the little I suppose. I don't know if it's fair to I suppose that wasn't the best example to use. The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints <laughs> with all of that. But it's part of their history. It's a branch. Part of their history. But, I mean, who among us has not... Had a history where I can say pretty much everyone. I, I think pretty much everyone before like 1960 was terrible. Oh, right. So I think we all come from terrible people. I think that we all come from tribal people. You know, uh, tribal. Okay, so explain what you mean. Oh, uh, like with with just different sort of values that were necessary for maintaining a tribe as opposed to a egalitarian society I think that's what you meant we'll go with that um oh tea's ready that was a tea joke these two should totally host a show together <clears throat> okay no I just think that we like people that look and sound and are like us and so oh, yeah that's kind of how it's always going to be in many aspects and and fear those that are not looking and sounding that aren't like us okay well i suppose when we were talking about feeling that things could change that's one thing that i i think somewhat optimistically about well when we i mean i i think there has been undeniable progress with regards to that <laughs> so so let me so <laughs> don't laugh at that <laughs> I'll tell you why I'm laughing at that. Because earlier you said, you know, no faith in the small things, the curmudgeon things that just, you know, people are going to act like selfish assholes. People are always going to cut in lines. People might not always use their turn signals. It's just never going to change. Uh, well, no, I was more implying just that I'm not happy about things. Oh, well, that's never going to change. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Um, but I think it's, I think it's, it's, it's funny that you do assign an optimism to, uh, you know, racial cohesion. I guess would be a, a word for for the for for the bettering of relations. Well, for 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 more peaceful times ahead. I feel like you have a, a macro sense of hey, the world is going to be moving in a, in a better place, even if uh, you know people are still going to be dicks to each other on the street. Well, I mean, I think it's kind of like if you look at and on the internet, if you look at like 1940. And in the office. And look at now. I mean, I think there's undeniably like... On the internet. What's that? Huh? <laughs> I was saying when and where people will be dicks. Most I think... Places. I mean, when did we even allow women to vote? Like the 20s? Uh, Somewhere around there? Give or yeah. take 20 years. Yeah. Yeah. Somewhere between 1890 and 1930, we'll say. Can we just have a podcast where two guys speculate about when <laughs> people... About two objective white, two facts. White, when two white guys just speculate about when people obtained different, different I don't know. Rights. I can't remember. I guess it wasn't really that big a Which, deal to me. Yeah, I didn't think it really affected me that much. Was it the Industrial Revolution or slavery that ended first? <laughs> I don't... 
somewhere in the middle. I don't remember. My grandfather had a great job. Is great. Anyway, point is, okay. I, I think you don't have to go back very far to be like, oh, whoa, no, it was worse. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, this is, <laughs> this is, I thought it was bad, but yeah, wow, this is real bad. This is real bad. They, like, they don't even let you vote, like, even pretend that your vote matters. No, I, that's kind of, I, wow. I was talking to somebody about this. And that's uh, like when my grandparents were alive. Like, yeah. Yeah. Probably, I don't know. I'm not gonna that's do that. That's why. That's what on the games I like to do with the old people is when you when you're meeting an old person, you ask them about their parents, and mm-hmm. then you reach them so far back, and you can get some crazy facts. You can just be like, "And that what?" And then they with the butter, and the what? Yeah, it's crazy. I love it. Old people. I mean, I don't. It's it's very taxing. I spend a lot of time. It's very tedious. <laughs> yeah. Um. It's well. I mean, <laughs> an old person. I guess. 1920 is pretty Our old. Our culture can change on that. If this was Japan, I think we'd be like, please, share more of your wisdom. That's a stereotype. I don't know. Maybe they marginalize old people there, too. I, I don't think as much. I, I think I, there just are more old people and there's less young people. Fewer. Fuck. Really? You think so? I, I think that, I think they do. No, I think they definitely uh, don't marginalize them as much. But, okay, here's another thing, though. Are we wrong to marginalize the old people in our culture? Because... So when <laughs> I mean, because you hear old people talking, and you're like, oh, "Oh no, we don't talk, we don't do that anymore." That's not, we don't say that. You know, what? we don't say that anymore. What are you talking about? That's true. That is true. So I think, I mean, I think that's the good thing about mortality is, is that is that if we marginalize, you know, I think that is part of the liberal optimism is that some people with hateful beliefs. You know, they're not long for this world. And that is going to make the world a better place. And it's, I feel like that that makes, surprisingly enough, some people resentful. (laughs) Some people on the other side are a little bit like, well, we're not dying off. And I'm going to give these guns to my kids and make sure they know how to use them so that these beliefs carry on. Yeah. People do really like to have their beliefs carry on. Yeah, and their guns. And their guns. <laughs> yeah. And their land and yeah. their wealth. Yeah. All that. Yeah, all of that stuff. People do enjoy it, surprisingly enough. Um, I think there's a little bit of trolling in that, too. Like, sometimes I feel like, eh, that guy doesn't fucking love his kid that so much. He wants to make sure he has, he's set for life. He just wants to make sure no one else gets it. But he, doesn't he have a right to troll, Johnny? Oh, I'm not saying he doesn't. I'm just saying I think it's... That's part of the motive. There's a hidden amount of trolling in a lot of things to keep it the theme. And I think some of it is like passing on your wealth is just giving the finger to everybody else. I think we learned I think we learned that with the birth of the internet is that there's just a lot that happens yeah. due to trolling alone. That's fair. I mean, I don't want to... Well, that said, our first ad is brought to you by Nature Box. Nature Box. Nature Box, supporting free check delivery. That's right. Nature Box will bring a check to my door for saying Nature Box. I've heard in, that this is how it works eventually, I think Johnny. so. Yeah, eventually. I think first, the first step, first week, they just send you like a, a Nature Box. Oh. And we haven't quite gotten there yet. I have never got a Nature yeah, Box. No, no, no. Eventually... Eventually, they'll send us a nature box. Yeah. Someday, then you get the check. Okay. And so- then you get the women. <laughs> I haven't been to the website yet, but I'm I'm pretty sure that's how it works. 
Oh no, I haven't. I haven't been there. But no, no, neither have I. I don't think I'm actually going to get around to it. <clears throat> I hear they have some good like granola snacks and stuff, though. The women's. <laughs> Those too. <laughs> that's where they you get all the good granola. Oh yeah, that's where that's where it happens. And bearded men. Bearded men, obviously. Let's I would be definitely. Yeah, I, would be, definitely I don't want to be sexist, some, but you know, no, that's where the good. If granola there was a beautiful woman in an elegant red dress and right. I was drawn to her from afar because obviously and as soon as I got and she had a whole basket of granola you'd be like mm, that's then, probably not yeah, as good as my then, buddy Jerry's who no, lives out because, in Sonoma County no because Jerry rolls with the serious he brings the honey he yeah. brings the sugar absolutely yeah. yeah he supplies the baby with what the baby needs <laughs> this is how I feel when people supply me with we're talking about marijuana right oh really I don't, I don't know <sighs> Have you met Jerry? Dude, I don't want to uh, snitch on Jerry. Oh, yeah. No granola. Yeah, granola. His granola's great. Warby Parker. Oh. Do that... you want to look... Wow, exciting. If, do you want to uh, look smarter, but you don't need to wear glasses? <laughs> you can get some glass frames from Warby Parker, and nobody will be the wiser. You won't be, but you'll look it. Warby Parker. Fake out. Yeah. Yep. That's good. Thank you. I checked out some Warby Parkers. I didn't. What is it like? It, it wasn't as... I feel like it's a bit of a bait and switch, to be honest. Well, where should I start? Like I suppose the incredible quality for a low, low price is as good a place as any. Yeah. Anyway, Warby Parker was a case of a successful inception, in which a young executive split up his father's eyeglasses empire into two separate parts. Leonardo DiCaprio had to go to sleep and then Bane from Batman had to go to sleep and then they fell off a bridge or something. There was also an Asian businessman who got shot and then he went to sleep but then the top was spinning at the end so because the top was spinning you don't know what is really a dream and what is a dream in a dream and of course third rock from the sun is all like hey I'm also here I'm ready to help you fight your own mind and omg I just realized the sun is the scarecrow so all three of those guys are in Batman which is pretty cool but anyway the point is Warby yeah, no, Parker is, is a great sure. concept but what sure is just Bane yeah, playing tricks on you because he is a tricky guy politics politics yes or no no i'm gonna say yes All and right. i'll tell you why Do because it. we should say come on let's try that again but when i say politics yeah you say yay okay. and then i'll say nay okay Wait, no 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 you say nay i feel like maybe you could you're not diaphragming as oh, much you're right um don't criticize me. Okay, day. yeah, no, it's my apologies. <laughs> if I wanted notes, Johnny, I'd I'd take them down myself. <laughs> Fair enough. Yep. All right. So, yep. oh, should it be a segment? Oh, yeah. And now for our new segment, politics. And now for our new segment, politics. I did not. I did have. I said I did not. I said not. I Opinions in the crosshairs. I did meet with Loretta Lynch. That's pretty good. On an airplane. No, we didn't. Oh. No, that's pretty good. Uh, who else you got? I was trying to do. You have to do the George W. Lips. Look. Because he has a real small mouth. I don't know. Mm. If anybody does that, you always end up just doing the SNL impression. Yeah. If you did, you know, be like, you know, wouldn't be prudent at this juncture. All that, you know. Yeah. 
I try. I almost hurt myself last time when we talked. We brought up the Woody Harrelson impression because it seems like it <laughs> yeah, should be within I reach. I think you heard everybody. Because as a bald white guy, you're like, oh man, it's yeah. I'm that guy. I'm yeah. from Virginia. He's from somewhere. He's yeah. Again, <laughs> I really. I think dude's probably just from Encino <gasps> or something. <laughs> You sure? Because he really sounds like he's from Texas. He might be. I don't. I, I think he just has that sort of like pleasantly not there look <laughs> that we associate with the southern states. I guess so. By the way, this uh, episode is sponsored by uh, the uh, by soap. The, Learn to use it, <laughs> southern states. The Alabama Board of Tourism. Come to Alabama. It's good for something after all. Not nearly as racist as it used to be. Alabama, making progress. 20% less racist than Louisiana. Wow. That's, dude, if you could, why don't states trash talk each other a little bit more? I mean, I'm sure that they do across borders, but it'd be really nice if, like, say, South Dakota picked a fight with Florida. Like, you know? I think they just do it through sports. That's how they get all that out. I guess. But yeah, I like what you're saying. You know, I find it funny is like how California, I, I never realized till I went to school. California that people, does pick fights with other states. <laughs> well, that too. But I was going to say that people made a big deal out of the NorCal SoCal thing just because the state is big enough that they're like, okay, well, we can fight ourselves. Like people are so desperate to have an enemy. Um, this is going back to the tribal thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Now, for example, I'm from Virginia. But when I say Virginia, most people hear Virginia, and mm. that's not where I really grew up. I grew up in the suburbs of northern Virginia, the suburbs of D.C., you see. Mm. So uh, we're very snobby. We have Fairfax County, great educational system. We're just we're just better than everybody else, you right. see, because there's a lot of jobs there, all the government contracting jobs, sure, all the government jobs. Yeah. They're all right there. No, it's just a great educational system. All this, you were uh, homeschooled by your parents. <laughs> I was, I was. I learned real good. Um, all the online, America Online came out there, and people were like, "Oh, other business! Wow, look at that! Let's keep expanding this metro line." Is that where America Online was based? Huh, yeah, yes, they moved out there in the internet boom, and people were like, "Oh, business is going to come out here now. <laughs> Let's put it up in Reston, Virginia." <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, it that happened. didn't really work Lockheed out. Lockheed Martin. And there's stuff out there, okay? Oh, I'm sure there's stuff. Yeah. Dallas Airport. Damn it, Johnny. There's a lot going on. I mean, there's a lot of airports. I'm just, I guess. But what I'm saying is that Northern Virginia is better better than the rest of Virginia. Sure. Anyways, we're better and um, don't even bring up West Virginia. That is a state, right? That's Carly. I I honestly forget. No, I went there. It's very pretty. Um, There's this area called Harper's Ferry where the the Shenandoah River meets with- I know uh, about that. Oh, do you? Well, they made a, a show called Harper's Ferry. It was like a mystery murder show. It was a one season sort of thing. Oh, Shenandoah. I think that was I a different. No, nah, you're doing something else. This is a different. This is like a. This is like a TV show. Oh, I don't think that was part of it. I long to see I, maybe it was. No, no, I'm thinking of something else. You ever hear that old lovely tune? Well, you have now, <laughs> and you're welcome. As long as we're talking about things no one cares about, how about um the what's that city that's in two states? Uh, Oklahoma City. Yeah, have you been there? No, it's kind of fun. Why? <laughs> it's uh 
We should, if if we ever got this anybody to listen to us, we should just disparage people from across. The, and I would never go to West Virginia again. I uh, had to. You know, when I went to West Virginia, most of the time on charity trips with my <laughs> church to teach the people about soap. <laughs> Not true. And God. And God. Mostly about Jesus. Yeah. To feel better about ourselves. Yeah. Again, a bit of a bit of trolling. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe there has to be a little bit of troll to get anything done is what I'm realizing. So, I mean, trolling is almost, it's it's mischievous. Yeah. Mi- m- mis- mm-hmm. Yeah. Mu- mischievous. Mischievousnessness. Yeah, that one. Mischievousness. Yeah. It's that. That's what it is. So, I mean, how about Donald Trump? I mean, not... It serves a purpose because, again, it's a popularity contest. I mean, to get the office. So if it makes him popular, because he just he just did the one with the golf ball hitting Hillary Clinton. If you saw that, I did not. Um, I saw his wrestling one. Oh yeah, but... no, this is one him. It's a video of that somebody else he retweeted. Somebody, it's him hitting a golf ball, and then it shows cuts to him. It cuts to Hillary entering a plane. And tripping at the threshold and falling over, of course, the, the, they have the ball come and hit her in the back, huh. and so it looks like it knocks her over. That's that's pretty funny. It is humorous and it's it's very distasteful. The thing is, did you hear about the pharma bro guy who got arrested? I did. I did. I mean, I think it's because he put a dollar amount up, and it's yeah. But yeah. It, it begs the question: like, where are we drawing the line between when the president is doing something and then? He is getting put in jail for doing something similar. I mean, I think that you draw the lines probably. I don't know the law, but it's probably got to be because he said, I will pay somebody $5,000 to do this. I suppose. Don't you suppose me? It's the truth and it's justice and you know it. Right. And the American people know it. And most importantly, I know it. I, I think that guy kind of got railroaded just for being a douche, though. He's asking for it. Yeah, well, is that okay? Is that an okay thing if someone's asking for Okay, well, let's not put in those terms. <laughs> God damn it. Yes, of course it's an okay Son thing. Son of Johnny. a bitch. Yeah, Johnny. God. The point is, the guy was like a, a well-known douche. Like, he was known for being a douche. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I don't think most people would have got put in jail for that. Is that fair to say? Okay, I'm just going to go ahead and say that is fair to say. It also might be because he's a public figure, though. Yeah. And because he has access to the, you know, I think all that. Also, because, we know he has money, so he exactly. actually could pay $5,000. Yeah, I think that is that is considered. Yeah. You know, um, because cause at a certain point, you are shouting fire in a crowded theater because he has a crowded theater at his yeah. whim, so to speak. True. I think so. There's a little bit more responsibility that people are willing to sign there, fittingly so. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think that's fair. I think I think that's fair. I think it does raise a question. I mean, then there's sort of well, I was going to bring up the O.J. Simpson thing, but then again, oh, he's actually him, he's him. out put now, him, yeah, so yeah, I forget, put him on the that doesn't really yeah. free him. No question. <laughs> you know what really needs? You know where O.J. Simpson really needs to go? American Horror Story. I'm pretty sure Ryan Murphy would hire him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, or a show on Fox. Yeah, he should get his own. He should get his keeping up with the OJ. You know about the book, right? The I did if it. I'd, oh, 
yeah, it's, yeah it. it's called if i did it but the cover had like if in like muted tones and then yeah. i did it really bold yeah yeah that's pretty great i mean that's that's pretty amazing i mean yeah that he sold a lot of co- even just to sell enough copies to journalists it you probably make a buck yeah i don't think it made it t- uh, yeah because they, they had to pull it pretty quickly i think Oh yeah, but I mean, just the fact that that is out there in the world—that's one of those things. I think I do things like that. Do is kinda... that one of those things you want to hang on to, like some Crystal Pepsi? <laughs> I mean, I haven't sought it out. I think you can pirate it pretty easily. But <laughs> what do you? Do you have any old heirlooms that you like? Any coins or anything that you you've kept for a long time? Only like personal things, such as uh, the dress I lost my virginity in. Obviously, it's a given. Um, the dress I went down. No, okay. Um, <laughs> um, I have some old GI Joe stuff from when I was a kid. Oh man, my dad once. I here's a here's a Virginia moment for you. We went camping. I mean, we didn't go camping. This was actually going up to a, somebody's log cabin. <laughs> it doesn't make it sound any better. We went up to somebody's log cabin up in some woods, and there was a lot of snow on the ground. And uh, well, the moral of the story is this: is that we went to Wendy's and I uh, got a Frosty. Sure. And I didn't eat all my Frosty. Uh-uh. And I left like two-thirds of it in the car. And anyways, one time my dad went out there and it had just like been melted and he hated he just hated to have trash in the car. Hmm. And it was just like melted, gross, Frosty. Been out there for I don't know how long, hours. And he brought it in. And my, we were just trying to get this place heated up and it had one of those wood wood, wood furnace stoves. You're firing, firing some wood in there, uh-huh. heating up the place. And he was, he was like, you're going to drink all of this. Or you can't have dinner or something like that. I don't know. Do whatever. Can't live here. Or you're going to hell. You're going to hell. And so I had to drink all like this melted frosty that I just felt was so gross. And I also have always had a reaction to the wood stove. Like the wood, the wood the, those ones that heat up the houses, like uh-huh. just make me like feverish. Mm. I don't know why. People out there are going to relate to that. Those things sometimes make you kind of feverish. I tell was you. that always true? Was that true before you had this the slushy incident? Yes, okay. yes. But I really learned it on this 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 one, and I just remember powering through it, and it was not a pleasant experience. And this this I think kind of set me on an in a not a good path with my father that weekend. Yeah. And at a certain point, we so part of the going up to the woods, we're like, ah, we're going out to the woods, log cabin. We're gonna fire these rifles. Okay. So my dad bought some ammo. Yeah. And borrowed some rifles or something. Maybe the rifles just came with the, the cabin, I think. I think, yeah. That's and pretty yeah, standard. And then, yeah, and then we got some ammo for them. And it, so, I mean, if you're white. They, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the guns. And so uh, my dad didn't really have too many targets. I mean, we set up some Diet Pepsi. Hey, Dan, why don't you go out there and put this <laughs> apple on your head? But he was like, hey. Yeah, just stand real still. Give me some of those G.I. Joes. Oh, no. Yeah. And, of course, my brother and I were like, no, that's my baby. Oh, no. Yeah. And yeah, and in the end, he got he got he picked off a few of them. He probably got like anywhere from four to six GI Joes. And that was a parting. It was, it was a parting. It was it was befitting. It was you know it was a little bit of saying goodbye. Yeah. To playing, to to imagination and embracing just guns instead. <laughs> right. Yeah. The natural path of every American child. <laughs> yeah, that was that was pretty much it. Yeah. He didn't get any Ninja Turtle figures though. He didn't get any. Of them. Not any of my dinosaurs either. See, I would have thought he would have preferred to keep the J.I. Joes because, after all, they are just like war figures. Yeah. 
I don't know. They just look so awesome when you, you know, their limbs are so loosely attached that when you, when you shot them, they really just exploded apart. Yeah. It was well, awesome. I mean, I did have a couple that had lost limbs just through normal oh, yeah. wear and tear and whatnot. Through, through battle. And I incorporated that into to my games. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, and sometimes it would happen in one of your games because you're going, <laughs> and yeah. you do a smash, and then you're like, what? No. <laughs> Maybe cry a little bit. Huh. Then you move on. Yeah. Maybe you don't cry a little bit. I don't know. Don't give me that hateful look. <laughs> I had to learn to grow up, okay? And you only you only get over that through tragedy. That's how you get a tougher skin. I suppose so. Yeah, like losing your favorite ninja. Or if he loses an arm. And eventually you have to shoot him because your dad makes you. <laughs> it's time to put snake eyes down, son. <sighs> you can't have a one legged G.I. Joe. Ain't good for nothing. I really thought that I had gotten over that. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Those crazy receptionist boys. Why, it's no wonder with a history like that, they are such perennial underachievers. Now, I hope you enjoyed yourself. Tune in again next week to see... What are the messes they can get themselves into? We'll be discussing things such as what it means to be a a cisgender white male uh, while attempting to not be a douchebag. Will they achieve non-douchebaggery? Well, I have a feeling if I keep talking like this, the answer's gonna be no, listeners. Also, it will most definitely not be next week. It takes me an ungodly amount of time to edit these. But perhaps, as time goes on, the time between... with I mean, with, with regards to the time interval between episodes, it will grow shorter. And shorter still. Now, what was your favorite moment on the show? Was it Nikki Jones in for a fat baby or her scream when that guy jumped out of a box?